Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Cedarburg Public Library Radio. It's cold, it's freezing, and rovers outside? We'll talk about outdoor dogs next on The Radio Vet with Dr. Kelly. And thank you for tuning in to The Radio Vet with Dr. Kelly here on CPL Radio Online. And we have Dr. Kelly... In the house. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by and bringing us all kinds of animal and pet-based information. You're it's welcome. What, it's what you do. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. Uh, did you think when you were in vet school that one day you would be a radio vet? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I did, actually. I don't well, think I did, but, you know, it's fun. You've been doing this a long time. A yeah. couple of years now. I mean, yeah, almost two. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I, I love longevity <laughs> when it comes to radio. When you're in radio, uh, the hook is always there. <laughs> so so um, it's cold. It's going to get colder. Um, oh, yeah, it really is. kind of brutal and awful. Um, yep. But we signed up for this as Wisconsin residents. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, our dogs didn't sign up for it. They're <laughs> kind right? of unwillingly along for the ride. Oh, so, yeah. So yeah. most of the dogs I see in practice are indoor pets. You know, they're indoors the majority of the time. Some of them have an easy time with cold temperatures because of their breed, and sure. others others really, really, really don't. Uh, it's common for people to tell me that you know when their dog goes outside in the winter, especially the first couple times when it's really gotten cold, they walk outside, they turn around, they look at their owner, and they hold up a foot. <laughs> It's a universal (laughs) (laughs) communication for my feet are cold. I don't like it. Doggies for... Fix it. Are you kidding me? (laughs) You try going out here. (laughs) Yeah, uh, absolutely. But Malamutes... Right. 
it's you showtime. You can't get them in. <laughs> this, is, this is what they love. You yeah, know? you can barely get them to come in this time of year not because they're so yeah. happy. <laughs> not fans of July. Yeah, <laughs> the so alternate version. <laughs> breed is one of the things that influences a dog's cold tolerance. Mm-hmm. So breed is a, a big big thing. Uh, Age also affects Mm. their ability to tolerate cold. I recall one of my first jobs working in Dubuque, Iowa, Mm. uh, a gentleman had probably a dozen hunting beagles that lived outside all year round. Wow. One of them, however, did come in with hypothermia. and She she was the oldest one. And so I think in her case, even though she'd always lived outdoors with her, you know, with the pack, she just got to an age where she couldn't do it anymore. Drop, dropping some blubber. Yeah, she just <laughs> couldn't, she couldn't maintain her little furnace anymore uh, quite the same I at, feel at it. her age. I feel it. So, um, <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, do you see um, many kind of cold-related injuries? Uh, really? No, okay, thankfully. Smart, smart. Yeah. Uh, good job, Ozaki County. <laughs> good job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but you see, you know... Um, friend of mine who uh, actually works for worked or volunteered for the Humane Society locally said they would get uh, the occasional kind of wellness check. You know, someone mm. was saying, ah, my neighbor keeps their dog yes. out and it's like, uh, you know, polar vortex. Right. Is so, that safe? Is that yeah, okay? So, right. yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. So, yeah. So besides breed and age, something else, oh, well, there's many things that affect their cold tolerance, but you mentioned basically acclimation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is, is a dog who lives outside all the time okay, you know, Mm. when it gets down into the single digits Fahrenheit here. (laughs) Yeah. And it really depends on shelter. Okay. Yeah. It really depends on the shelter. Classic Snoopy dog house might, might help. (laughs) So, um, uh, regarding outdoor housing for outdoor dogs, you know, it's gotta be at least a couple inches off the ground. You know, you don't want the floor of the house to be the ground. Right. Right. Yeah. That's not okay. Absolutely. Um, and the, Walls and the roof should be airtight, mm-hmm. and there should be a flap that they, you know, come and go through so that it can block drafts. Absolutely. And the door that they enter and exit through should ideally face away from the common direction for wind and snow. Sure. Yeah. Actually, if you add cable to that setup, I'm yeah, actually good, good. My, I'm good myself. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they can be insulated. They should be insulated sure. in this climate. Oh, um, certainly. Yeah. And... Uh, what else? They shouldn't be too big because oh, the dog needs to heat the space with their own body heat. Okay. Yeah. So they shouldn't be too big. So That's give a problem. A, a kitchen, a den, <laughs> right? a, you know, <laughs> not necessary. Yeah. The dog should be able to stand up fully, yeah. turn around, lay back down. Okay. That's what they need as far as, you know, how much space do they have to have. And they shouldn't have a whole lot more if it's a cold climate because they need sure. to be able to heat it up. What is the psychology in some ways, the pet's owner psychology of saying my dog's going to be outdoors all the time? I have no idea. Why why do you want a dog then? I don't understand that at all. Dogs are social creatures and they need social interaction. And so if you only have one dog and you keep it outside, you've basically got your dog in solitary confinement right, right. most of the time. Interesting. Not a good mm. life for a no, dog in my no, opinion. They are not... social creatures. If you're going to have a dog that lives outside, you should have a couple. 
Right. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Which then they can huddle all together and exchange body heat and all yeah, that. Yeah, and they can heat stuff. up their little indoor space together, yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, and at least have social interaction, which mm-hmm. is really you know a, an important part of their quality of life, one of their yeah. basic needs, really. Yeah, not living their best life, I would say. Uh, yeah, I don't understand know? that either. I, I really don't. I, I I've talked to one person who, and they they said that well, I don't want them on the couch. I was like. Why don't you get a bad couch then for the dog? I mean, if it's if it's if sofas are the deal breaker, <laughs> there are ways around that outside of like frostbite and hypothermia. I don't know. No, just, or you can train your dog me. not to go on the couch. Sure, that's that an is option possible. too. Yeah. It really is. It's <laughs> actually possible. Ah, too much work. You know, I, I don't know. Weird, weird stuff. Uh, a lot of that goes back to I think prior generations too. It might be a generational right. thing. Right. Yeah, you know? a dog isn't a member of the family in previous generations. Yeah. It originally was a you know a working part of a yeah. farm. Um, you know herding operation whatever hunting Um, they had a purpose and they weren't considered you know so much pets as they were a necessity (laughs) and then there's you know this gradual transition over decades (laughs) to well now they're in the house and now they're running the house (laughs) (laughs) huge huge shift over a very small period of time yeah and people are emotionally attached to them rather than having them as a necessity they're something that they want right right absolutely yeah Mm -hmm. well yeah no it keeps my therapy bills down anyway um (laughs) so um all right so Beyond that, what else is there to... Okay, so, um, you know, breed, age, um, acclimation, all affect cold tolerance, as does overall health. Yeah. Um, Physical conditioning, coat density, that's pretty logical. Yeah, so we have our thick undercoat breeds who love winter. The Siberian (laughs) Husky, the Alaskan Husky, the Alaskan Malamute. The Bernese Mountain Dog, sure. to name a few. There are, you know, What's several the big, more. Uh, oh, the Newfoundland. They must love this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah. grizzly bears. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, my sister has a young, um, just over one-year-old Bernese Mountain Dog and just uh, sent a picture of her sitting outside in a blizzard. Just <laughs> like a little statue, Not no interest in coming in. You can barely see her anymore. Her coat is covered with snow. She's thinking, you guys finally turned on the air conditioning around here. <laughs> I know, they're finally happy. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> those dogs are popular. I see those things everywhere now. Those Bernies. Uh, oh, mountain, uh, well, Bernies. and uh, honestly, it's Bernadoodle. <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay, so yeah, the doodle and that—that's the, uh, so the domesticated the, part. Yeah, the, Ber- the Bernese Mountain Dog mixed mixed with the ever popular Standard Poodle. Oh, okay. yeah. So it's still a big dog. <laughs> Man, we're adding poodle to everything these days, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Know. yeah hermit crab, yeah. half hermit crab, half poodle. So <laughs> the other thing that wildly affects cold tolerance and is very very important for outdoor dogs is nutrition. Ah, ah very good, very they good. need to be able to burn, burn, burn <laughs> calories in <laughs> yes. order to keep themselves at a safe internal, healthy internal body temperature. Right, right. So the thermoneutral temperature range for most dogs is 68 to 77 degrees Fahrenheit. That's okay. when they don't have to make any effort to keep a normal internal body temperature. They don't okay. have to expend any extra calories to maintain a normal internal body temperature at rest. Keep a box of donuts so outside. For a, for a few breeds, a few breeds, um, that's actually 86 to 95 degrees. Okay. Meaning, you know, even when we have our houses at 70, those dogs do have to burn a little to stay sure, sure. Uh, normal at rest as far as their internal temperature. Okay. The metabolic rate of a dog increases by 5 
kilocalories, which we just call calories, okay. per kilogram. <laughs> um, for every degree Celsius, the temperature falls below a certain critical temperature. So by the time we get down to five degrees Celsius, which is 41 degrees Fahrenheit, yeah, their inactive metabolic rate has doubled. Oh, wow. Yeah, from compared to their thermoneutral zone. Interesting. And we get way below 41 degrees Fahrenheit oh, here. <laughs> that's that's uh, a glorious spring day, 41. I mean, right, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they, they need several times their normal you know, intake uh, where they just resting at seven, a comfortable 70 degrees. So are we are we they, topping off the bowl a little more? What are we doing here? We're, to... we're pretty much doubling it. Okay. Yeah, or even tripling it when it's going to huh. be like next week. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah right. They right. need a lot, a lot, a lot of calories wow. to burn. Yeah. So table scraps or just more of the kibble? What are we doing? Uh, a couple extra cans? Yeah, well, def- <laughs> definitely more, you know, balanced dog food. Um, okay. But I'm sure there's a lot of table scraps that right. go for outdoor dogs Absolutely. as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lasagna is great this time of year. Comfort foods, comfort yeah. foods. <laughs> and then we have to remember, too, that it isn't just the the, the temperature. It's also, is, it, is there wind? Sure. And is it yeah. wet? Is it raining and, or yeah. snowing or, you know, sleeting? Right. Uh, because right. we all know how wind and wet really magnify cold. Oh, you know, certainly. we get those weather reports in the morning now before, you know, when I'm have the radio on and I'm <laughs> making breakfast and getting ready for work and they say, yeah. well, it's 22 degrees outside, but it feels, feels like, like four. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the feels like uh, zone is the new yeah, exactly. uh, ratio, especially yeah. in Wisconsin. They love yeah, that stuff. Because they have to take wind yeah. into account. That makes a huge difference. Absolutely. Yeah. Ah, so, okay. What about dogs who live inside but go for walks outside and do have to go outside to relieve themselves sure. when it's below zero here, or at least the wind chill is. Without a doubt, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, brief ventures outside really aren't going to be a problem. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, going for walks, going to the dog park, and, you know, wanting to extend their time outside. Sure. Yeah, the ones who are small and the ones with thinner coats, they <laughs> should probably have sweaters. Uh, yes. <laughs> so amusingly, I must say, our, our first first chihuahua uh we used to take him to the dog park in grafton quite a bit uh-huh. and uh my wife um thought in the cold days oh let's put him in you know put him in a sweater and of course she had to stop shop for stylish sweaters so he's wearing a turtleneck kind mm. of a fisherman's sweater yeah. looks very dapper looking good <laughs> the other dogs <laughs> found him hilarious and they would use the sweater to whip him about yes. Yes. He was <laughs> so I was just like I thought this, this guy's so sad. getting bullied over his yes. sweater. I feel like the worst parent. So <laughs> needless to say, uh, he returned to the dog park nude. <laughs> <laughs> going forward. <laughs> yeah. Don't provide any extra handles no, for the other dogs. No, yeah. he was already a toy to them, just more so with uh, his, uh, uh, you know. Poor his, little guy. terrible, yeah. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> so Sweaters, yes. Sweaters, <laughs> sweaters are beneficial <laughs> for those little thin-coated ones, your Bajans, your sure. Chihuahuas. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, don't make a social event out of it, I don't think. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then there is, of course, boots boots serve oh <laughs> boots serve multiple purposes though because people massively oversalt in, yes, ma- in places especially at like apartment buildings Absolutely. or businesses yeah. where everybody's like well we don't want anyone to fall and sue us so we're gonna put 
three inches oh, of, yeah. of salt. It's basically <laughs> turning your entire yard to a giant pretzel. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. You know. So instead of, you know, having slippery spots we have to watch out for, now we have salt in our homes right. that comes in on our boots Absolutely. and shoes. And it gets in our dog's feet. Yeah. And it can be sharp. It burns. And it can burn. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so that's, it is a problem. So yeah. boots, obviously, save their feet from exposure to salt and from picking that up. And they also stop them from getting the horrible little snowballs that oh, they, that yeah. curly-coated breeds when sure. they have hair on the bottom of their feet that comes out from between their toes. They build up these snowballs and yeah. start limping in the middle of a walk because... They're no longer walking on their feet. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, my guy, my little terrier guy, he's funny when it gets too snowy and icy out there. <laughs> I think he's just a little overdramatic. He's my dog, so I clearly <laughs> is. Um, <laughs> but he, um, his, uh, his hindquarters will actually just go limp. I mean, he's out there and he wants to come back inside. He finally just is like, I'm, I de- give up. I, I'm dead. <laughs> it's over. You know, he'll drag his, you know, and, he, and I always worry. I'm like, oh my gosh, was there a spinal injury or something? His legs but are too cold to work. They're just too cold to work. They just don't work anymore. And he just is like, you know, it, it, it takes a minute to get them back when you get in the house. But I'm like, really, guy? I mean, we're going to get that dramatic about the cold? Okay. So how do you know if a dog that lives outside really is too cold and should actually oh, be brought sure. in? Yeah. So, um, Dogs who, well, because they're social creatures, when you go outside and you call them, they really should come out of their house. Yeah. If they aren't coming out of their house, they're probably too cold. Oh, boy. If they're staying curled up in a tight little ball, they're probably too cold. Way too cold, yeah. If they're not responding to your cues, your commands, they're probably too cold. Right, past the point of no return there, yeah. Well, they're they're too cold to bother. Jeez. Yeah, so... Some, I mean, sometimes here, nights will occasionally get so cold that, you know, I remember um, in vet school talking to other students who grew up on farms and oh, they'd sure. say, yeah, when it's like this, we'd have to bring the calves into the basement. <laughs> so even cows sometimes. <laughs> Can cows do stairs? I'm just curious. No, oh, they get carried down. Oh, good heavens. <laughs> they're, they're, talking about, they're talking about young calves. Oh, I thought yeah. we were going to bring the whole herd down. No. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Cows, you know, a herd of cows can really keep a space warm. Yeah, I suppose. If they have to be indoors. Right. But they can really heat it up. <laughs> they generate their it's own nice, air actually. in various ways, actually. Yeah, <laughs> been around that. Um, so, interesting. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah I mean, you, you have to. I mean, and certainly I would think the sheep, the chicken, all of them. I mean, they must. There, kinda, there comes a point where if it's really dangerously cold and yeah. you have all those animals, they got to come in. <laughs> yeah. Green Acres is the place <laughs> to be. Um, so, interesting. Interesting. Um, so when you have a potentially hypothermic animal, mm, yeah. um, what, uh, what do you guys have to do? Where are you at with what that? What do we do? Yeah. We would actually, <laughs> in the summer, we would keep a bag of IV fluids in the refrigerator for mm. heat exhaustion. Sure. In the winter, we'll, you know, we have uh, our bags of IV fluids are normally in a... Um, Incubator, okay. At, at any rate, so they're approximately sure. body temperature. But what also, you know, so besides running warm fluids through their circulatory right. system, um, we uh, get um, basically hot—not hot, but pretty warmed-up blankets. Okay, and just smother them in them, basically. Do they usually have uh, good outcomes? Those, uh, yeah. It depends on how far their core body temperature has dropped. Okay. The beagle I saw way back in um, Dubuque. 
her the thermometer we had, I don't remember how low it went, but her core body temperature was lower than what it would say. And I think the oh. minimum was 93. Oh, boy. Yeah. So that okay. wasn't so good. I think um, when you get, I'm trying to pull numbers out of the deep recesses of my memory, <laughs> but below a certain number, even if you warm them up again, they're going to suffer multi-organ failure. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So there is definitely a, a line that they're not going to come back from. Sure, sure. Yeah. Well, the weekend's coming, and it's uh, they're using the uh, the PV word, polar vortex, oh, again. Good. I haven't heard that in a while. Yeah, that's always oh, fun. Good. So, um, <laughs> yeah, keep those, keep those animals yeah. in. Yeah, so one last thing. Yeah. The, um, the most, what, uh, cold-related health problem, the most common cold-related health problem is not frostbite or hypothermia in outdoor pets. It's okay. actually dehydration. Oh, weird. Okay. Their water freezes. Yes, it would. And they can't drink it. Oh, geez. <laughs> big, big ice cube. Well, they could make, uh, you know, a yeah. good uh, Manhattan or uh, an old-fashioned yeah. back there, but it's all frozen. Yeah, that's yeah so the outdoor animals in the winter have to have heated water bowls. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, Plug they them have to, and they have to be working. Right, right. <laughs> Check on those. Yeah, absolutely. Ooh, not good. Well, it's not going to be a pretty weekend. No. Well, it might be because we're supposed to get a bunch more snow too, and that makes it pretty. Well, yes. It'll have, we'll have <laughs> I don't the, know where we're gonna put it. We'll have the snow globe. No, I'm I'm definitely aiming for my neighbor's yard. Yeah. That's all I have left. So <laughs> um, it's nice with my little dog too, because the snow is so high at this point that the area that he goes out is basically a fort. So yeah, he's got, that's so he's, how I feel when I'm driving down my my street. Is the the snow banks are so high? There's oh, like absolutely. a six foot wall on each side of the right. street, and it's, I don't even see anybody on the sidewalk. It's like living in Switzerland. It's amazing. So. <laughs> So uh, anyway, have some fun out there with your pets, but not too much fun this weekend. <laughs> I think the most fun you can do is, uh, you know, hang out with them on the couch. with yeah, Afghans. stay warm and stay Absolutely. safe. All right. Thanks for coming by with all of this uh, critical information. You're and welcome. stay warm, everybody. Until next time. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 